This is Live on Purpose Radio, episode 499, Nurture Your Network to Transform Strategy into Action with Don Jarvis. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is a career nurse who's also made a transformation into the entrepreneurial world. She is a coach. She is an author. She is a speaker. She is making a difference out there. Help me welcome Dawn. Jarvis. Don, welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Paul. Absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Really looking forward to this. I love transformational stories. And Don, you've you've had an a illustrious career as yeah. a nurse. You've committed your life to helping people with their health and, and to having a, a more rich and abundant experience in that way. And you've also made a shift over to the entrepreneurial world. I think you called yourself when we were chatting earlier an entrepreneur. <laughs> I think I made that up just now, but something I like myself, that. It was nurse entrepreneur. Yes, there you but go. entrepreneurs will do. That would be hey, fine. we just made up a word, right? We can yeah, do that absolutely. on a podcast. And this had to do with a transformation you experienced as you were unexpectedly laid off from a corporate position and you decided, hey, I know enough about this that I can take this and go do something even bigger, reach more lives. You've discovered in the process that being an entrepreneur is a lot of work, Uh uh, but it's also very enriching and fulfilling. And uh, you've had quite an experience with that. You're also a mother. And so as a mom, you're you're trying to handle all of that at the same time. And I think a lot of our audience can really resonate with that. Don, tell us just a little bit more about your story and why you're so passionate about what you're doing now. Thanks, Dr. Paul. Well, um, I have um, been working in the health field um, since I was 18 and I was really happy. I had a portfolio career. I was a manager and I was a change manager. I worked as a transformation lead, which is very apt for this show. And then I worked in leadership and in corporate nursing for a very large organization in the National Health Service in the United Kingdom. And I worked with nurses around recruitment about getting more nurses. And I also worked with patients. Um, I'm a children's nurse. I specialized in children's nursing and, um, you know, and children's health. And so loved all of that had a great career in the in the National Health Service and was loving life. I didn't all I I worked clinically as a nurse in intensive care with children and then I moved into management wow. and did you know did a did a lot of jobs there. So I've seen people from birth to death and it's been fantastic. I've, I I always wanted to be a nurse from when I was five and it was my mm-hmm. dream. 
and my passion and I did that and I really really enjoyed it um I was working at quite a senior level and um for quite a large organization and they had uh, you know the reorganization and I thought um I thought I'd be fine and you know I wasn't really worried about it but it didn't really pan out the way I wanted it to which was quite Mm. disappointing for me because I I had I, I had that I would be working as a nurse in, in, in this organisation probably until I retired. And then um, they there was an opportunity, we're going through this reorganisation and it wasn't really working out and I wasn't going to get the role that I wanted to get. And um, I was probably going to have a demotion and I really wasn't happy about that at all. And, um, and um, I got the opportunity to get laid off. And initially... Um, you I said opportunity? Yeah, well, yeah. Initially, I turned it down because I had and still have, I guess, lots of feelings about being a nurse. It's very much part of my identity right. and I didn't want to lose that. And um, and so um, a friend of mine, so I you know, was quite cross about that. And so I'm not I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight to get the job that I want in this reorganisation. Uh-huh. And a friend of mine said to me, why? Why are you fighting this? Why don't you accept it? You know, you've always wanted to start your business. Why don't you use this as an opportunity to do that? And I reflected on that and I thought, yeah. And and I'd had this plan um, to start my business. I'd actually set the business up a year prior. But in my head, I was going to set it up on the quiet. I was going to do it as a side hustle. And then, you know, and then as I got nearer to retirement, I was going to work until and to make it work. And so it would be established by the time I was retired so I could just step into it. And then and 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 then but then this opportunity and I'm going to call it an opportunity came, but it wasn't at the time I was expecting it to happen. And I sort of had to really reflect on that and sort of it. So, you know, it's scary, but it's what I want to do. It's happened sooner than I wanted to. So I decided to take it and decided to um, to, to take the opportunity, you know, because there was some severance pay. So that was mm-hmm. great. And mm-hmm. that would help me. And um, so I decided that I think, OK, I'm going to, going to do it. And so I started my business full time, went straight into it. So I literally finished on the 20th of a month and then started and started full time. I think I had eight days off and started my business on the first of the next month. Wow. And this happened at a, at a time in your life. I, I, I was reading in your introductory material that you sent me, Don, that you had had been through a divorce. You were a single mom with teenagers, a lot of financial commitments and, and debt at the time. This opportunity that you're talking about showed up as you were into your 50s. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So I, I, it was in the middle of the pandemic. This had happened. Uh-huh. I worked in an organization that was responding to the pandemic. Um, I was involved in all of that. Um, my mother was seriously ill with COVID-19 and she was in hospital. Um, wow. You know, uh, and my children, um, you know, were, you know, they're, they're, they, they are, they're not, they're not little kids, but, you know, they're young adults and they were affected by, you know, they had their own things going on. There was a lot, right. there was a lot going on and I was going through this process as well. And I, I had to make a decision about whether I could do this it was it was a leap of faith and what helped what helped me was that I have a profession as a nurse and um 
there was something I wanted to do and um the risks because I you know I you know I I am a great believer in and I'm not averse to risk but there have to be calculated risks where mm-hmm. I did have the cushion of I would have the cushion of the severance pay and my thing was if it doesn't work out mm. I can go back into nursing because I'm a professional nurse and I'm still registered but in fact, that was a part of the spur that made it work because the, yeah, I, I wanted it to work because even though I had that backstop of my nursing profession, it mm-hmm. actually made it, me determined it would work. But I gave myself six months. So I started the business um, full time in September 2020 and I gave myself till April 2021 to get some paid work. Um, so it was it was real and that I, I was a real business and I managed to do that in the January I think I got and I got a contract wow. to do a course around in diversity and inclusion in the March so I, I did it I, it was it was a roller coaster ride and I, mm-hmm. and there's an expression in um, the UK um, which is that you have to back yourself like you literally have to bet on yourself that you can do this and that's uh, what I had to do and it paid off it it can feel so scary, but there are so many examples like yourself, Don, of people who have seen and and grabbed the opportunity to do something that makes a difference in the world, something that you're passionate about. I mean, we could talk about a lot of different elements of why your story is so inspiring to so many people because we we can make up our excuses that it's not a good time or I'm too old or it's just not convenient. It's never convenient never. to do this, the work that it takes. I, I want to shift over to another idea that actually ties right into the title of your book, Nurture Your Network. Yes. Because you don't have to do this alone. In fact, I don't think that you can. No. Do it alone. Talk to us a little bit about that idea and what difference that made for you as you were making this transition. Okay, so um, the genesis of the book was, um, as I said, I started the business and I got a contract and um, some paid work quite quickly. And um, the questions I was asked were, I was asked by people who were curious, like people who were still nursing um, mm-hmm. and uh, and because I I I'd left, um, and they said, well, how did how did you get your contracts? And um, and then I I sort of had to think about that actually. I had to think right. about so how did I get my get my contracts? And I realised that. Um, so I sort of re- reverse engineered it a bit, sort of like, so what were the steps? And this is something I used to do at work, sort of like, you know, we call it process mapping. You know, how do you get to where you are? You know, what, what is happening now? What needs to happen to make things happen? And um, I reverse engineered it and I realised that um, I got it through networking. I'll explain what I mean by that. When I um, when I left um, I thought, right, I've started this business. What am I going to do now? And what I did was I made a list of all the people that I knew, all the people that I'd worked with, um, the, my bosses, um, people who'd been mentors um, to me um, when I'd done courses, like lecturers, like people I like, encountered in my work. And mm. then I 
I looked at um, potential customers because I was doing consultancy um, initially, which that's one of the things that I do. And I thought, um, who there would either be a good customer um, or client or um, who has done what I need to do? So I did. I made three actual key um, contacts. Um, so I spoke to three mm. people who had mentored me previously, and um, one was working as a healthcare consultant and did um, did a lot of um, talks and a lot of um, motivational speaking around um, the subjects that I'm interested in, which is around diversity and inclusion. I spoke to him and phoned him up and said, "I'm starting this business. I want." To do what you do how do you do it and he sort of said what he did and he advised me um what to do and to you know how much to charge and to how to go about it I spoke to another one um another mentor that said he talked to me about you know applying for contracts um which is something I'm quite familiar with in my work but from the other side and then I spoke to a chief exec of a hospital who had been my mentor when I did a leadership course and I went to see her this was the pivotal contact I went to see I did oh well, it was in the middle of the pandemic but I made an appointment with her and said I'm starting this business and you would be my ideal client can you tell me um what sort of things that you would look for from a healthcare consultant someone who specializes in diversity and inclusion and she told me what she would and and what's important there is I wasn't asking her for a job I was asking her for advice and um, she gave me that advice and she also introduced me to a couple of people and um which was great and I came away thinking very positively about it we had a brilliant relationship and then um and then a few months later, in fact, two months later, uh, a representative that she'd put me in contact with called me and said, oh, we need some work doing a particular project. It's a quick piece of work. Can you do mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. And that's how I started my business. So my point about nurture your network is that, you know, I always say that, you know, there are networking organisations and things like that. But I never knew anything about any of that. But what I do know is that, and this worked for me both in my career and my business, is that through relationships and getting to know people and letting people know what you're about, and it has to be reciprocal. So you have to be interested in people and stuff that you will get work you and that can work in your in your business and in your career and in your life and that be, and I know this because that worked for me and that's how I got my first contracts in my business you went to your relationships so when, when I see this word network I'm thinking people relationships yes. that you have mm-hmm. with people and as I was listening to your story about this Don you identified important key people that you already had a relationship with you already had some history with and then you courageously reached out to them let them know what you're doing and it's not just a a taking kind of a thing the word nurture implies like when you're nurturing a child you feed that child and you love that child and you take care of that child So taking your whole title here, Nurture Your Network, you go to your key relationships and create value. And you said something about asking for advice. I remember having a conversation with Patty DiNucci here on on the show, and she's 
a master at this particular issue. And she taught me the difference between picking someone's brain. I don't know if you guys use yes. that idiom. Yes, we do. We on do. The other side we of do. The versus asking for advice. Okay. And it, it, it has a slightly different Light feel. Difference. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Where you're going into take or you're acknowledging their expertise and asking for their advice about something, being specific about it. There's there's a different feel to it. And so as I'm thinking about this concept that you've shared with us today, Don, this nurture your network, you don't have to go out there and figure out how to do all of this. There are brilliant, wise people already in your relationship treasury. Yes. Who can tell you something who can give you some advice and it, and if you can't find someone in your immediate network of relationships i guarantee someone that you do have a relationship with knows someone absolutely absolutely and i find that and it's like it's it's and when people ask me questions because when people know and what has happened is that people contact me and ask me or oh, how did you start your business and and you know I'm, I'm working on something where I can help people formally with that is is that and if someone asks me a question and this is from my nursing days you know do you know the answer yes or no but if you don't know do you know somebody who might know and that is something that I do all of the time I was recently yes. um, applying for some work and I and I didn't have all the skills that were required for this piece of you know this consultation but I thought oh I know somebody who does that and what I did is I called him I goes oh I'm going to apply for this piece of work well we get let's go in together because I think together will be a dynamite it will right. be a dynamite that team will split it 50 50 and and you know we put the we put the proposal in and hopefully we'll get it but it's knowing that you know no man is an island aren't there but you the sum of the people that you're close to aren't you and the people that you know and the relationships that you have with them if you nurture those relationships that people won't you know and you're not you're not you're not you're not going in with the ask first you know you're going in with a give first when you do go for the ask people are really willing to help they're flattered to be asked and they're and they're happy to help but that you know the lady and it was, it was a lady CEO of this organisation. I'd known mm-hmm. her for 15 years and kept in touch with her for 15 years off and on. There you go. And so, and when, and when, and I, you know, and it wasn't to say, oh, I can get a job, you know, or get some work from her organisation 15 years later. It's because I'm interested in what she does. And so she's interested in what I do. And, you know, it's, it was a, a lovely, and it still is a lovely mental relationship that we have that's mutually beneficial. And, and, mm-hmm. and it, and that has worked for me. And that's why I wrote the book. And um, I, I was trying to systemize what I, what I need you and and what had worked for me and the book you know it's sort of it's it's a tip it's a guide it's not it's not a story it gives lots of tips and tricks about how you can do that and and I like to believe because I'm I'm used to sort of like having it described and networking that is I like to think it's a non-traditional way of doing it and I think you know you know I've met a lot of reluctant networkers who are just horrified by handing out their business cards in the traditional way but I believe that you can network 
network, you know, going about your daily business when you're going to the store, when you are meeting new people. It's always good to be interested in people. And what I found is when I meet new people, and I've met lots of new people in this new world of entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking, um, you know, I sort of have a, a a mental Rolodex where I sort of like remember what are they good at, what are they about, what are their values. And, you know, if I come across something and somebody says, oh, do you know somebody who, you know, does podcasts, for example? I go, yeah, I know Dr. Paul. He does a great podcast. You know, I'll introduce you to him. And that's how it works. I was just thinking, how did you and I get to have this conversation? And it's because of exactly what you're saying there. Yes. And our, our mutual friend, Camelita Nuttall, who's also a podcaster and a trainer, and she yes. does these phenomenal events where yes. uh, people get inspired and, and empowered to do their businesses. And because we both have built a relationship with Camelita, she was able to connect the two of us. Absolutely. And that's exactly how it works. So I I love that you mentioned also that there are some traditional, uh, I hate to even call them that really, because, well, they are traditions, but I think there's a lot of false traditions out there that are really not very effective. You know, like handing out your business cards in a room full of people. Can you meet some people that way and develop some real relationships? Yeah, probably. The real power comes from real relationships between real human beings. And Don, you're a nurse. You know that that human element is so important in any business. And as we we nurture those relationships, some magical things happen. I've long believed that the solution to any problem you have is a conversation away. And those conversations can be with people you already know or with people that, like you and I, we, we get an introduction from someone that we both know. Yes. And usually you don't even have to go any farther than that. It's someone that you know or someone that someone you know knows. Yes, definitely. I do. And I think that um, what's important. So this is something that I learned as a nurse that um, because when you when you speak to somebody in a health context, you'll know this, Dr. Paul, you 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 are talking to somebody in a vulnerable situation and the job is to um, extract, for want of a better word, as much information so that can help you to help them and um and to do that you have to find some common connection well I found that finding some common connection with somebody helps people to relax it creates rapport and it helps Mm -hmm. the conversation along and I think that's what I think is really important about networking is that developing those skills of being interested in people enough to find out a little bit more about them I have a saying that there's nothing um, so much as flattering as as someone giving you their attention. You know, there's nothing like it. People are flattered to be asked about themselves because we live in a world where you know people seem very focused on themselves and not really focused on other people or what's happening in their world. And I think it's really important to sort of 
see every interaction in sort of like from both from both lenses from your own lens but also from their lens you know what are they taking in about you what's going on for them and you know and how does that relate to the interaction that you're having and I think and that has helped me a lot to make my interactions whether they're five minutes with with somebody I know with somebody I don't know to make those conversations more interesting and richer because I like to think that um, having met me um, that you'll remember something about me and I'll definitely remember something about you if I met, if I meet you. Right. It's Thankfully, it's not as complicated as we try to make it sometimes. As, as human beings, when you pay attention to what it is that's impactful to you personally and then strive to provide that for the people that you're working with, uh, I think you Definitely. even said something about this earlier, Don, when you mentioned about being interested yes. instead of trying to be interesting, which, you know, looks kind of flashy and phony and superficial sometimes, but being truly interested in that person and what their experience is, and then doing things to nurture that. Definitely. I, I think that's the key. Nurture your network. This is the title of your book. Don, you mentioned that there's there's a way that our listeners could get connected with that that book. Where do we go? So on my website, there's a link um, and we can put it in the show notes as well, where you get um, a fir- you get the first chapter free if you just want to have a sample of it. Um, awesome. The book's available on all the usual, um, I, can't, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Amazon, it's it's available on Amazon and um, both as a, um, a, a, for your Kindle or um, as, a, as a hardback book. So it's available everywhere. So I'd love it if you um, and gave Wonderful. it a try and I'd love to know what you think. Think as well that would be really really good um people have found it helpful and practical and that was my definitely my intention well with the tips that you're sharing uh, this can really power up the way that you're networking and building those relationships with those key individuals so the website is donjarvis.com spelled d-a-w-n-j-a-r-v-i-s donjarvis.com and uh, Don, it has been such a delight to, to talk with you today and to just hear a little bit about your journey that has been so inspiring. Thank you so much for joining us here at Live On Purpose Radio today. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very, very much. Okay, you guys, you've heard it. You've got some ideas about what to do, and it's time to do that next. Let's go live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it and leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose.